Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your girl, Dr. Mary L. Boyd, the reposition specialist. You are listening to the Walk Diva Walk podcast. This podcast is for you, the woman, specifically the black woman who's had enough. Enough of saying no to your kids because you can't afford it. How about robbing Peter to pay Paul? Working two or three jobs just to make ends meet. Enough of running from your God-given purpose and enough of just being sick and tired of being sick and tired. On this journey with the Walk Diva Walk podcast, I will help you overcome your past, face your present, and walk into your God-given purpose future so you can support your family the way that you desire. Live in abundance and overflow. Give birth to that God-given purpose, giving birth to your dreams and desires. How about travel and experience the world in ways that you and your family will never forget? Have joy and peace so you can live. Are you ready? Let's walk. Hey, Diva, hey. I got a question for you. Do you know what you want. When somebody asks you, what do you want out of life? Do you pause? Do you hesitate? Do you look up in the sky? Do you say, um, um, I don't know. Ah, I get it. I have been there. That used to be me. And it was me because I was always so concerned about what everybody else wanted, right? And helping them achieve their goals, dreams, and aspirations to do all the things because I love to serve. And then I came to a place where it was asked of me and I said, well, what do I want really? Oh, you're asked that question and it's a high level overview, right? (laughs) of what you want. Oh, I want to be wealthy. I, I, I want a big house. I, I want the car of my dreams. And, you know, I, I want my kids to be healthy and safe. And I want, you know, we go down that road again of what, what everybody else wants becomes what we want because you want it for them, Right. But the question is still, again, what do you want? Capital Y, capital O, capital U. What do you want? Do you know? Do you know your dreams and desires specifically? Not this uh, broad view of what you want, right? I did an exercise one time. And I am going to encourage you to do this same exercise. It's your 100 desires. Your 100 desires. And when I was first given this exercise, I said 100. I got to come up with 100? That just seemed so out of reach. Like, is it 100 things that I want? Right? And then I started the exercise and realized I was struggling with it. It was a struggle to put down what I wanted. Like you 
I started writing, you know, some of the generic things. I want uh, a bigger home. I want um, another car. And then it rolled into what I wanted for everybody else. I want this for my husband and I want that for my husband and I want this for my son and that for my son and this for my friends and that for my friends and my sisters and brothers. I mean, like, it really rolled into everybody else and it was like, OMG. What do I want? What does what do Mary want? Right? And then I really had to sit with myself for a minute to figure it out. And as I began to write, I got specific. And then I noticed not a word, specificer and specificer. <laughs> I got more specific, right? In the things that I want. So I have a question for you, Diva. What do you want? Have you thought about the things that you want now? I'm not saying that your desires cannot include other people because my desires, some of my desires absolutely include my son, my husband, my siblings, my friends. Absolutely does. But a lot of it includes me. What do I want? You want to travel. Well, where do you want to travel? Have you thought about it? Can you rattle off 10 places that you want to see around the world that you have never been? You want a house. What square footage is your house? What color is the house? What material is the house built on? How many acres? What does the backyard look like? What color is your kitchen? What appliances do you want in the kitchen. How many bedrooms? Do you want a basement man cave? Do you want a wine cellar? What what do you want? Right? A car. What type of car? What's the brand? What color? What all of uh what toys and gadgets do you want in the car? <laughs> right? How do you want the rims? What size tires do you want? Right? We have to get specific about what we want. What does Habakkuk say? Write the vision and make it plain for those that run with it will see it. You have to write your vision, but you got to make it so plain that there is no question. No one should have to come back to you and ask you for more detail about what it is that you want. Spell it all out. What do you want? And this is going to be a really tough exercise for some of you because you have lived in the space of everybody else and you have allowed other people to place on you what they want for you versus what you want for yourself. You don't know what you want. Everybody has told you what you want, what you should do, what you should be, right? And you haven't set with yourself to make that determination. Do I really want that? Do I really want to be that? How many of us grew up and your parents told you, oh, you're going to be, right? You're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a lawyer. You're going to be an engineer. You're going to be a scientist. You're going to be a teacher. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. Right. And and I know they did it because they loved you and they did it because they felt they saw something in you, you know, and that they wanted to nurture you into 
this, you know, mighty woman, right, with the big S on her chest, and to do great things because they wanted great things for you, which is all good, right? It's all good. However, when you grow up (laughs) and you become your own adult woman, what is it that you want? I know so many of my friends who spent thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in college getting degrees in something and they do not use it to this day. They don't use it not because they couldn't find a job in their career. They aren't using it because it's not what they want. It's not what they wanted to do. It is what everybody else had pushed them to do, right? Your mom was an accountant, so you became an accountant. Your dad was an engineer, so you became an engineer, right? Your older sister, you know, um, worked with architecture, so you became an architecture, like architecture. So it's a lot of it is what is projected onto us. But then when you start to actually do it, and work in that field, you realize, I cannot do this all my life. Who's sitting here doing this all their life? Not me. Like, you're having these conversations with yourself, but then you're thinking, well, I've gone to school for it. I've paid all this money for it. I got all of these uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt to show for it. How am I not going to operate in what I have paid all this money to do, what I have thought I wanted to do all my life, and I am coming into adulthood, and I realize this is not what I want to do. Or you sat on a job for 10, 15, 20, some 30 years, and you've done the thing, whatever that thing is, and the last five or 10 years, you have operated in misery because you realize that is not what you want to do. And then when you think about, y'all can tell I'm talking about myself some, right? You do know that, right? So, (laughs) and you think about, right? Retirement, and you're 40, you're 30, right? 40, even 50 years old, and you're like, I got to do this for 20 more years? I have to do this for 30 more years? I have to do this for 40 more years before I can retire? O-M-G. Like, that was me. I thought about the career I was in, And for me, it was working for anybody. Honestly, it wouldn't matter what I was doing (laughs) and how much money I made in it. Just the thought of having to work for somebody else all my life until retirement did not sit well with me. God did not make me like that. I'm not saying it's anything wrong with that for anybody. I'm saying for me, Mary Boyd, it was an absolute no. And so, you know, we, we, we go through life taking on other people's desires for us, and then we never figure out what it is that we want for ourselves. And then you say, I know I want something, but I don't know what that is. And then you again, again, look to other people to try to answer that question for you, Right? Only God knows your kingdom assignment. 
only he knows your kingdom assignment. He knows what he created you to be, what your assignment is to fulfill the first purpose right? His, the reason for our creation. Only he knows that. So we can give you coaches, mentors, the experts can give you exercises to help pull out of you um, what it is that you want and desire out of life to give you things to think about it, but it will resonate in your spirit what God actually wants you to do. And that is what you should focus on doing with your life. But throughout this life, what are some things that you want travel? Where do you want to go? Right? Where do you want to go specifically? You want to go to Fiji, Bali, Bora Bora, the Maldives. Where do you want to stay? What activities do you want to do while you're there, right? It is to know what you want to do. Now you got goals, ah, right? When you are clear on what it is that you want, now... Because you have your destination, you can now figure out the route you're going to take to get there. Your wants, your desires are nothing but goals. They're goals that you have. You have a goal of the house of your dreams. You have a goal of the car or cars of your dreams. You have a goal, you know, of the business you want to own. You have a goal of the house you want to buy your child. You have a goal of the places that you want to visit. Now you have these goals. Now the question is, how do you get to the goals? What path are you going to take to get there, right? What are the steps? you're going to take to achieve them. There's no goal, dream, want, desire, aspiration, whatever word you want to put on there that is too big for you to achieve. None. All things are possible with God. (laughs) You just got to achieve it with him, right? And so do this exercise. Do this exercise. What do you want? What do you desire? What is it that you like? It's beyond a want and a desire. I need this. Like, I I, I can't live without this. I can't go on without this. I, I need this in my life to breathe, right? What is it that you need? What do you want? What do, what do you desire? What's your goals? What's your aspirations? Get a piece of paper and write them down. Get to a hundred. Be specific, right? Get to 100. For my technical people, if you want to use your iPad, your notepad, your phone notes, your computer, Excel spreadsheet, whatever you want to do, do it, do it, and then do it again. Get it down on paper if you are, and then print it out if you're doing it by computer, but post it up on a wall, So you can always see what your desires and what you want. And then you need to evaluate how you are living. Is how you're living helping you get 
you these goals, dreams, and aspirations? If it's not, then what you doing? Diva, what are you doing? If if the the things that that you are doing, the tasks that you are are taking, the steps that you are taking, if they are not getting you to fulfilling these wants and dreams and desires in your life, the question is, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, last quick story. And a lot of times, let me say this. A lot of times we don't think about what we want because what we want could potentially be so big and you are looking at where you are now. And so you don't think you can have those things. You don't think that you can do two weeks in the Maldives in a five-star resort. You don't think you can have your Range Rover autobiography long wheelbase SUV. You don't think you can have your 5,000-square-foot house with six bedrooms, seven bathrooms, the base. You don't think you can have those. And so you, you, you stop dreaming. You stop thinking. You stop believing that you could. Or you didn't think that any situation would happen that would uh, afford you to be able to do it. I say the devil is a lie. Not only is he a lie, he a dirty dog, bold-faced lie. That's what I say, Right that I know I can have it all. I know that I am supposed to prosper. And I know that God always supplies my needs, but he grants me the desires of my heart because my desires lines up with his. But you have to see yourself there too. I had, I was in a, a, a lift and um, the driver uh, was talking to me about this car auction. And she said that uh, somebody had spent over $2 million on a car because they were a car collector. And then her comment after that was, you know, it's crazy that rich people don't have nothing else better to do with their money but to blow it on a $2 million car. And my response to her was, well, if he could afford it and that's what he wanted, why wouldn't he get it? Right. And she was and she said, I, you know, I don't really I don't really need that much. I mean, I wouldn't know what to do with that type of money. If you don't know what to do with that type of money, that means you stop dreaming. If you don't know what to do with that type of money, you stopped wanting. If you don't know what to do with that type of money, you stopped developing goals and having aspirations, right? In your current state, it may seem far-fetched, and your belief is that you will never have it, but that is not true. You have to set your, number one, you have to know what you want, and then number two, you have to come up with the plan to get what it is that you want and desire, and then put that plan into action and work and do the work. Faith without work is dead. It's not enough to believe you can. You have to do the work to do it, right? 
And so I said, wow, how many women, how many of us divas out here that have that same thought that you think because you're wealthy in, in spending it on what you want is frivolous? How do you know this, this person doesn't give $10 million away to charity of some sort? How do you know? You don't know. But it's nothing wrong with the grand desires of your heart. You have to shift your mindset to believe that you can. You have to start dreaming again. Your dreams have been locked up and forgotten. I call it the dream penitentiary. Your dreams have been locked up and forgotten, and it is now time to give them parole. It is time for a release. So divas, write your dreams down. Release your dreams and let's go after it. Are you ready? Let's walk. All right, divas, what an episode. Did I hit you in the head with one of those bricks? Did you go out? Did you have to duck and cover? I know you went running around the house, checking for cameras, looking under the bed, looking out the window to see if I was watching because I was all in your business. I was on your street and in your lane. It's okay, though. It lets you know that you're not alone. I hope that something that you heard resonated with you. And as a result, you are starting to reposition your mind so you can have the life that you want to live. Now, that's not all I have for you guys, not just what was in the podcast, but now I want to give you a gift. Go to www.stopdrowningandwin.com, www.stopdrowningandwin.com to receive the seven steps every Black woman must take this year to break free and live her dreams once and for all. You will also have an opportunity to connect with our community. Again, you are not alone. The work is just beginning. Are you ready? Let's walk.